Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's Rob has a podcast. And now here's the guy who's hoping everybody stays out of the stench zone tonight. I'm Rob Sisternino. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our Big Brother Recap Wednesday night, the night before a double eviction, baby. And we've got a lot to talk through from this Wednesday night episode of Big Brother. Excited to chat here uh, with you. First, uh, back with us. It's Isaiah. Isaiah, how are you? Uh, foot sweat and back doors, Rob. That's what we got going on tonight. I'm good. I'm yes. Good. Yes. Okay. And so, um, look, the, all those things are here. Frogs, farts as well. <laughs> so it's all happening. Uh, we're excited to have back with us Maggie Morgan. Maggie, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm really hoping that this conversation is not going to be ass because yes. I'm really excited to talk with That's you guys. That's the hope every night. Yes. Okay. Right? It really is. I hope I don't end up in the DR crying about it. Yes, we hope so. Uh, and then back with us once again, it's the great Puya Zavikili. Puya, how are you? 
I'm doing great. Uh, did not have free feet content on my bingo card for Big nope. Brother this year, but here we are. Absolutely free for all of us to watch. Okay. All right. So, yeah, that brings in a, uh, a certain demo always. So, uh, it was here. It happened. So, we've got that. But also, we've got a double feature for you here tonight because not only are we recapping tonight's Big Brother, but... Stay tuned because right after the podcast tonight, Puya and I are going to have some bonus coverage for you here tonight as we're going to be talking about the latest rumors about the new season of The Traders. Of course, uh, Puya holds down all of our Traders coverage here on RHAP and there's been some exciting news dropping uh, minute by minute here over the last 24, 48 hours. And so we're going to do a podcast uh, to talk about this uh, Traders news coming up later on. So uh, right after we get done with this, uh, maybe we'll take a little five-minute break, and then we'll come back live to talk about the Traders. Okay, that's coming up later on tonight. Uh, so I guess uh, the Trader of the house cam is the backdoor target and ultimately the person that everybody is working against but as jared is working to get cam up on the block we saw a lot of interesting things and some interesting diary rooms from uh, the people the unreliables who came together at the very end of last week maggie how exciting was this for you to get to see some of the conversations and the thoughts of the players who are working to get something going I love it. I mean, this is like prime big brother. Everybody is, the house is flipping around. Suddenly the game is wide open. We got that amazing DR from Miss Felicia saying, my besties aren't my besties. Like I, it doesn't get any better than that. And also I feel like a lot of the DRs in this episode in particular were very raw. Like people were actually talking and like really processing their thoughts. And I wonder if like a lot of that has to do with the fact that they are catching these people like sitting in the DR actually like going through their thoughts versus like they come up with their lines before they go into the DR and say them and like maybe they're not the best, you know, like actors in the world. Yeah. Uh, but I felt like especially the blue DRs that we got, I felt like she was sitting there like talking it out to herself and also maybe to the person behind the camera or the the voice, you know, the voice of God who talking to her, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, that blue DR is very interesting because the scene we saw with Blue and Jared talking, having that little argument in the bed, that happened Thursday night. And then they had like two minutes of complete silence where Jared was not responding to her saying anything. And then she got called to the DR. So that was when you say raw, that was the rawest mm -hmm. it could get. It was like right after. And I absolutely love that. Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, we got to see a little bit of the trouble in paradise with Blue and Jared. Uh, <laughs> Blue gave us a great line in the diary room. Jared's response was honestly so ass. <laughs> when she asked him about uh, some of the alliances that she was not included in. Uh, Isaiah, I, I thought this was uh, a really jam-packed episode for the uh, first half. What did you think? Um, I was scared at first because I'm not used to, like, the recaps being, like, five minutes long at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it, it, I felt like I was actually getting what I came for. I was really scared I was going to be walking into, like, a boring episode. You know, 
got the authentic DRs. Uh, we got a lot of game talk. Uh, we got a, a whole lot of uh, ass, according to Blue. You know, we got a little bit of everything. So, yeah, um, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was such an interesting focus on uh, these three who have really not really been at the center of anything strategically of uh, Blue and Jag and I guess to a lesser degree, Matt and the three of them coming together and really feeling like that they are in this middle position of, okay, we could go with America and Corey. We could go with Jared and Sari. We have this interesting opportunity to play the middle. And I mean, what what a ride for Jag to be here in this position. And this is a guy who people were, they were trying to rewrite the rules to the stock watch to give him less than a one. He was supposed to get a zero. That's where he we was had supposed landed. to get a zero. He was supposed to get blindsided for the second week in a row by an exact same 10 to zero vote. Look at him now. Look, you, you leave him long enough, Rob. He's marinating. He's cooking cook. now. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, this is a guy that's on my draft team, and we've got this side bet with all the drafters going where the first person to lose all their players has to make the recipe for slop and eat it. Mm -hmm. And I said, send it to me. I have blue and jag left. I am doomed to fail. And right now, feel a little good about myself. I don't think I need to be tasting that anytime soon. Yeah. No, it's really exciting. And, you know, Maggie, we had that one night where Jag came back into the house and it was like, okay, for Blue and Jag, it was like, oh, they're, they're wide awake now. And then they went back to sleep. But there was some seeds that were sown that night, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been saying this on the updates all season. Like, Jag would be such a great boyfriend because he is so bad at big brother. Mm -hmm. Like he, it's impossible for him to like, he wants to ride with his people. He wants to be loyal. He doesn't like to lie. He doesn't like to deceive. Like he is, I feel like such a great, like he's a great guy who maybe it's, it, it's just the big brother killer instinct is not there. But once you have somebody like Corey laying it all out for him, plain as day, he's he's like, all right, I'm ready to go. This is this is fun. When, when Skeezy is doing all of the, you know, the maneuvering, he can do it. But I think that when you leave Jag to his own devices, he's like, I just want to get cuffed and go to the cider mill, you know? <laughs> it's almost cuffing season. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Blue and Jared uh, conversations where Blue said that, you know, Jared's response was ass, uh, that that was a hard conversation to watch, right? They're, Excruciating. I mean, they're burying him a little bit in the episode, right? Like they wanted us to be like, Jared is, yeah. well, is an can ass. Can I just say that the what Big Brother will do, Big Brother rides the front runners, but then... When they see like things are going south, like they they bury you on your way out the door. And I wonder if Big Brother is feeling like that Jared is very uh, in the danger zone for the double eviction. Yeah, I do think the edit is like definitely trying to like pile stuff on him, obviously. And, you know, granted, like there's a good shot. He goes in the double. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, you know. Honestly, these two, they suck at communication so much. I will say that. So it's Put like, them on 90 Day Fiance, Puya. I was just about to say the same exact thing. Uh, yeah. As a representative Sorry, for 90 Day, we would yeah. like to decline and pass them over to the Love at First Sight universe. So, okay. Jason, Asia, you're up first. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Can I say something about the double eviction? Everybody is so convinced that Jared is going into double eviction. Expect the unexpected, Maggie. Why are you saying this, Rob? Like, uh, let me live in my delusion. Everybody for a can second. live in their delusions, but I feel like that the thing that everybody is always so sure that is going to happen, like uh, by definition, this will not happen tomorrow night. <sighs> There's been I'm co-signing. I'm just saying I didn't think it either. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I have my predictions. I mean, but. tis the season where we've had two HOHs back to back be anyone but this person needs to win, or, you know, otherwise, like they're gone. And then that person won. Cameron won. Jared mm-hmm. won. So you cannot count any chickens before they yeah, hatch. Okay. Season. People are getting mad I'm- at me. Don't be a buzzkill, Rob. <laughs> wow, Rob, let us be, let us dream, Rob. Yeah. Let us live in the Don't clouds. Jinx it. I will say, I will say that um, with Jared on the wall, I was talking to my best friend about it beforehand, and he was like, I think America's going to win the wall. I was like, I don't know. I think Jared might win. And he was like, how could you say that? And then when he won, he was like, you manifested it. So yeah. I am manifesting Jared is leaving. I think they're going to put him on the block straight up. Like, I don't think it's going to be like a backdoor attempt. It's always that veto. Like I'm thinking of like uh, the season Ian one where they try to get Frank out and then he just wins this veto and everything explodes. Like, well, even I, I Ian, Ian was uh, the target in a double eviction in BB yeah. 14. And then he foiled the whole thing when he won yeah. the veto. So I think that these double evictions, they never quite go the way that we want. And as I have been on many podcasts the night before a double eviction, and it's like, okay, this is going to happen tomorrow night. More often than not, that we're coming to you live from the darkest timeline where the things that we want to have happen in the double eviction often do not happen in the double eviction. I just need you to look at my phone right here because Rob is Cameron and we are all Izzy. Mm-hmm. Can you see? <laughs> That's what's I, happening right now live I'm not, on this podcast. I'm just telling you that these things that they t- that they tend to not go as smooth as we like. Okay, it's, this is definitely what's going to happen in double eviction, and these things like uh, often go in, like a take a left turn. I'm personally look. I'm here for the chaos, and if we lose two of our chaotic figures back to back. What are we going to be talking about every week, Rob? That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Like, I don't want to slow end game. I need here. I need the chaos. Yes. That's what okay. I so, need. who's the so. chaotic figure, Jared? Jared and Cam are chaos right now. Mm-hmm. And if you know, where are we going to lose Cam? I can't lose both of them. Like, I get everything. Like, I get it. Trust and believe. But like, all right, who's our next villain after this? Bowie Jane? Like, like I'm not. I can't do that. <laughs> you know. So, I need some some entertainment every week. You know. Yeah. I think. I think Corey will be the villain, you know, like Corey is already like, yes, he's the hero that we all want because he totally broke the game open. But when, if Jared leaves or this is the thing though, Isaiah, like Mm -hmm. you saying, oh, I need Jared to stay. Like the other option is Sari. (laughs) So that's why I'm mostly stressed because I can't have Sari leave. I see Corey, he's just kissing in the bed at this point. So I'm just like, I don't know. I think that ship has (laughs) sailed personally. Um, but like, I don't know. Never say never. Yeah. I mean, this is the big see. brother house. Every time a chaotic or vil- a person or villain goes, another one will form in their space. Give it enough time. We'll have someone 
everyone's rooting against or someone that's causing mayhem. It'll it's inevitable. Yeah, it's inevitable. Okay. One of the other interesting things we saw in this episode tonight was the Mimi and Felicia of it all. Apuya, what'd you think of uh, this Mimi and Felicia conversation? I love it. They're both good content. Anytime I see either of them, whether it's on the feeds or on the show, they're delivering. So to see this duo work together, I absolutely love. Uh, Maggie already cited earlier the Felicia DR. Love Felicia and the DR. I need more Felicia and the DR. And uh, it was, it's an interesting conversation because this adds a wrinkle to the game, Rob, because these two are working together and the realization setting for Felicia that, hey, uh, yeah, uh, Jared and Sari weren't on your side the whole way through last week, just so you know, was mm-hmm. good because when the feeds came on initially on Friday, she was very much thinking that they were with me the whole time. So, yeah. And I feel like that that's a storyline that we haven't really seen uh, come together, Isaiah, where we could have potentially the Felicia and Mimi of it all versus uh, Jared and Sari or whoever's left. It's actually really dope because um, I think Nicole specifically I'm I'm looking at, um, she's been a very quiet player up till now. And I feel like you kind of have to force the show to kind of put you in at the point, right? There's an actual <laughs> realistic chance that we can see a path for me cold yeah. to the end. And they're like, oh, well, now we got to edit this in, right? right. So um, I'm enjoying it. I, I'm glad that we finally get to see a little bit of her strategic side. Um, and it can only go up from here. I think we're going to start getting a lot of Mimi. I think the show has to cover their you-know-what. Because if Mimi is like a, a real key figure in the end game, they haven't shown enough of her, the viewers are going to be like, who's this? So now they got to start slowly like working in like a Mimi segment into every episode. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're just going to have to start finally like digesting like some of her mindset and stuff. Because I'm just assuming the way that she's like ranting in the storage room is like the same way she's ranting in the DR, hopefully. So um, I'm just looking forward to more Nicole content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just love this storyline where Blue is getting this information and then is deciding, okay, I'm only going to tell some of this information back to Pooh. He can only know some of what's going on. And this is like a really interesting dynamic, Maggie, that we don't have this a lot in the Big Brother house where a showman's is not necessarily like completely linked up strategically. No, I mean, we like never have this. Taryn was saying on the round table last night, like Jared has lost his showmance. Like how do you lose your showmance unless you're Jackson Mickey? He's lost two in the last couple of months. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> unless you're Jackson Mickey, who breaking up with your showman's the first week and then getting another showman's, like it's impossible to lose your showman's basically in the house. And somehow Jared managed to do it. Mm-hmm. I I think that the thing about it that's so that the thing that's rough though is that we saw the edit of like Thursday Night Blue and the way that she was feeling, and throughout the week she sort of come back to Jared a bit. She's you know, moved much closer to being ready to, you know, side with Pooh over the other people in the house. Mm-hmm. Which I, I think if, is Pooh. I mean, I don't know yeah. if anybody or, or knows. Least, Jared's response was honestly so ass. <laughs> That's why he's Pooh. Pooh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Isaiah. <laughs> Oh, no, you're good. I'm just like, I don't really know what Blue actually wants to do. I don't know if anyone does, because, like, one second, like, you'll see her on the feed, you'll see her in the DR. Like, she changes personalities every day. So I'm just like, I don't really know what she really wants to do. 
Um, but you know, shout out Blue. Uh, you know that ass uh, DR. I'm, I'm going to be living for that for a minute. That was funny. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> really, really great moment, and very like it was uh, very honest and real of like the betrayal that she was feeling from all of this. Uh, it's very, it's very, very rare to get the chance to see this. It's it's almost like something like that we would see like in a movie. Yeah, I'm all for this. If you are going to be showmantic in the Big Brother house, be this way where there's dissension and there's no. I'm not a fan of the will they won't they like Melissa yeah. is. I'm more of a fan Get of my Blarid fan cam going up. again. Sorry, what was that? Get my Blarid fan cam going again. Sorry, Americori. Top showman's in the house. No, no, but fan cam, but they're fighting <laughs> the fight cam. I want that, that cam where they're, where they're arguing and they're, and they're, you know, tra- talking about getting rid of each other. That's more what I'm into. I'm more of the, let it be destructive because that's more fun for me yeah. as opposed to getting that sweet, sweet ASMR in my ear of some, uh, <laughs> uh hockey that I do not want to be a part of <laughs> hockey. Of the tonsil variety, yes. Maggie. Yes, did you catch that, Maggie? Yeah. Yeah, but it sounds more like somebody's hammering a nail. The whoopee Whoa. Whoa. Well, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I want to talk about the uh, Sari and Jared conversation because this was something, and I, I kind of got sucked into this on uh, Saturday and the controversy. And so, all right, Sari tells Jared if Cameron gets the veto and yet to put somebody else up, Put me up, okay? Nobody will expect it. And then maybe this can repair the relationship with Cameron. Maybe this will help you get it. If, only if, Cameron wins the veto, okay? Isaiah, I know you love the spicy takes. What did you think about all this? So first of all, Rob, I'm glad for you being unhinged on Twitter because that was very funny. Like the responses were wild. So wild responses. And just in case anybody is looking for the backstory, I, I had said <laughs> I, I was at my son's baseball game. I, I talked talk this all through on the recap uh, with Shannon Gus this week. I was at my son's little league game and I read all. I read Puya's updates from Twitter and Taryn and everybody else that was talking about what was going on. And I said, you know what? I think it's understandable that a real grown woman who actually has a real job, who's not an influencer, might want to think about gracefully exiting her sixth reality show that still has 50 days to go. And I got destroyed. I got dragged <laughs> to hell. Oh, <laughs> um, This is personally. a quit, Rob. Don't even try to sugarcoat it. Like, 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 I, did, I, see- I, I didn't say it wasn't. I just said I could understand why she would want to leave. Well, listen, you first of all, say what you want. Who cares? But like, I see both sides, right? It's like, all right, as a fan, right? And detached from all the extra stuff, I could be, I could see someone be like, dang, Sari, like, why are you leaving? Why are you giving up? Like, you know, you knew what you signed up for. It, it, it's starting to seem like it was almost like a last second edition. So it's like, all right, Sari, you knew what you signed up for. So why are you trying to quit? So I get that portion. But I also do agree with you where it's like, this is her son. Um, She's always going to, you know, I'm not a parent, but like, she's always going to look for the best for her son. She's going to try to look for a good positioning for her son. At the end of the day, she has experienced this stuff before. She's at a, um, a different point in her life, you know, compared to like a lot of 20 year olds or whatever. So it's like, um, I see, you know, devil's advocate, both sides. I understand that. But 
Um, you know, it you know, it depends on everybody else. I don't got a super spicy take here. Well, I feel like up until this point in the game, obviously everyone was thinking, yep, she's gonna put Jared in front of her game no matter what. I think the big question that came into my mind was after the debacle in the have not room on Thursday, my thought was, does Suri look at this, realize, hmm, Jared's stock isn't stalking. I do not think he can yeah. win. I have to do it. I think this was the clear cut answer of doesn't matter how Jared does in this game. She will not take this opportunity away from him as much as mm -hmm. ending the opportunity for her. I feel like that's the part yeah. of it for me is that she clearly has done a lot of games, has has had this experience. She wants him to continue having the experience yeah. more than she would want. And to have I the think this herself. was his thing. Like, I think from what I understand that we, we saw Jared made his audition tape. Jared got on the show. And I think that at a late stage in the game, they asked Sari to play and they may have given Sari some kind of a signing bonus to also go. And she mm -hmm. said, Hey, what's like, what's the downside here? I'm going to go on TV. I'll help my son. I'll get some money. This is, I'll be on a new show. Nobody's done this before. Sounds interesting. Sounds fun. Cut to 50 days in the Big Brother house later. It's like, you know what? They, oh, they just made the jury smaller. I could just go home to my house. Like, uh, all right, maybe this will help Jared. This could be the move to leave. And look, I'm not saying that's what I would do. My only thing is that I'm saying is that I understand why that for Sari, who's done, you know, a hundred some odd days on Survivor and has won the traders this year, why she might say, you know what? I don't need this in my life. Like I, I, I am a person of a certain age. I could go home. I don't need to be getting slimed every five seconds. And this could be it. And I could maybe help my son, even though I don't know if it actually would be helping her son. <laughs> And so I just yeah. felt like that I got it. I got why she would want to step out, even though everybody on Twitter said, Rob, your response was ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's different when it's family. That's, yeah. that's what I have to say. Like, it's beyond the game. Like, I completely, completely agree when people are like, you're giving up your game for somebody you met 30 days ago. Like, give, give it a break, you know, like, come on, but it's your child. Like I, if you Rob were, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do it. Dominic really likes big brother. If he, over the next 15 mm -hmm. years, it becomes his absolute dream to go on the show. He applies, makes it on. They call you, ask you to go on Yeah, and you're in the house. Dominic finds himself in a pretty bad position yeah. would you sacrifice your game for now have i recently won another show like do i have a like another win? i'm still hot from another win because i'd like to win something at one point maggie <laughs> but it's <laughs> you've watched your son for the past 15 years be like it's my dream mm -hmm. yeah but then i could i win like you know get a, like could i win like you, so, something you would win the hearts of the <laughs> RHAP audience who want Dominic sure. to win. If it, if it actually, if it actually would, uh, w would help. But like, I, I, that's that's just what I'm saying. I, like, I, I understand why she would be wanting to think about doing this in this one specific scenario. It seemed like you know a perfect exit for her. Yeah. I, I Go ahead, put Isaiah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I think uh, where most of the people were irritated, and you know, this is why I can say, all right, I can see it. If she wants to leave, 
just say you want to leave. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people want her to just be like, ah, I don't really want to be here anymore. You know, like this is a lie. This is mentally taxed. And she said it a bunch of times. And it's like, absolutely. Like, I, and Sari is very intelligent. Mm-hmm. I think we all know this. She knows her goat is not going to help Jared's game ultimately. I mean, I don't think so. You know, um, he's going to be just like a sitting goose at that point, like by himself. So it's like, you know, I see why even his response, he's like, don't ask me to do that. Like, no, I, I went to uh, one of Bryce's events before and they were both there. Um, and Jared is like Sari's number one fan. Like she's facility. He's facilitating lines for her for like fans and meter and all this stuff. Like he needs her. She needs him. So I'm sure if one of them goes, the other one's going to just like go through it. That could be Jared. That could be Sari. I don't think either one of them fully know that they can like really do this without each other. In my yes. opinion. I don't know. Yes. And Isaiah, I think to that point, this double eviction tomorrow is going to mm. be thrilling because if Jared and Sari are both on the block, Sari's going to stand up. She's going to be crying and she's going to say, Jared is my son. Yeah. Please do not take this away from him. Please, please vote me out. And it's going to be so exciting because I don't know what they'll do. Okay, this is interesting because I think she will say, I would like to go home. Vote me out. I don't want I don't want to be here. I don't think that she would blow up his spot in, in that in that scenario because I think Agreed. that it's unpredictable what the what the others will do in that spot. I definitely could see her sacrificing herself. And I think that the other key thing about this is that it's they they took the jury away. This is the ticket home. If Cerise survives Thursday night, I don't think you're gonna hear her say again, vote me out of the game. I don't want to be in here. I think it was just that. That one shot to get back to her actual life and have this uh, this one golden parachute out of this whole experience. I think if even if Jared goes home on Thursday, I think Sari is going to be here to play and is going to be as dangerous and deadly as ever, especially if she can play the whole angle. I have nothing. I have no one. Look at me. I'm at the bottom. I can't win a competition. You're going to waste your HOH on me? Like Jag, he has all these people. Like Corey, he has America. And I I, I think that Sari, ha- do not count her out if uh, she makes it through Thursday night. I just think that there is this one sliver of like that she sees the daylight of, ooh, I could get out. <laughs> I could get out of this whole thing. I could wake I up think, from this nightmare. I think that if Sari does not go home on Thursday and Jared goes home, she's in the final three. Yeah. It's like, going to be her villain. I, I really do. Story. <laughs> I, I would, I mean, and they brought this up on the update yeah. to, or on the round table last night. Like if she, if people are like, well, you sided with Jared and he's so bad. And she's like, listen, He's my son. Like it's over. I mean, yeah. Miss Felicia will cry. Like I, I, I think everybody. Like, she, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's clean slate, and Sari gets to start completely over from the top. It's gonna be like on The Walking Dead when they captured Negan and he was in the cell, or on Lost when they captured Ben. Like it's that she's just gonna be the person who that they're gonna like. Oh, finally, we got her, and then they're not gonna know what to do with her once they get her. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Yep. Let's see. Let's see what happens uh, come Thursday night. Should be a fun double eviction. I want to talk a little bit about the uh, veto challenge, which Maggie, come on. That was one of the worst. 
I, I can't. I can't even believe we have to talk about this. How how, like, I, how do they sit in the room? This is why. This is what blows my mind. Like, uh, you know, is it is it ChatGPT? I don't know how they come up with the room. Like, all right, we need ideas for a competition. What do we got? Okay, it's like, uh, what if what like made, what if there's what if it's it's football, but instead of instead of uh, actually playing football, it's it's feet that are spraying sweat everywhere, and people are like, how? Why did you even think of that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Rob, my main issue with it, honestly, over everything, and I might gag when I talk about this, Ooh, is the fact that why? when they were all in the DR describing getting the water, they literally had to say sweat. Mm -hmm. they, they were not saying water. They were saying sweat over and over and over and over. And I was like, stop saying that. I know that that's not what it is. It, it's yeah. disgusting. Puya, do a tier list at the end of the season of grossest competitions from the season. I will. And I'll say this up front. This isn't the grossest it could be. Because when I saw those holes on the bottom of the feet, I thought we were going to talk about pus or something. And I was not oh. ready for like, just like, you know, or like acne style, like, you know, goo. So when it was water and it was sweat, I was actually relieved. What I wasn't relieved with is that they called it funky fluid. I was out they, when they, they said they that. They did call it funky fluid and they called it the stench zone and... Like, what is wrong with these people? Like, what? Like you said, Rob, like, <laughs> why would you even bring that up in a production meeting? Yeah. Like, these are grown adults right. who sat there in the meeting and they were like, you know what's hysterical? Yeah. The, the challenge <laughs> people are like, all right, let's come up with some ideas here. No bad ideas in brainstorming. All right, it's week eight. We're going to need a veto, something in the backyard. What are we doing? Like, oh, well, it's fo football on CBS. Okay. All right. What can we do? Well, let's work off of this. Let's come up with football. You know. Yeah. It's like um, I've tried to get plenty of family members and friends into this show, right? And yeah. then, it, it, yeah, sometimes, you know, I got okay. my grandma on it. Okay, shout out to her. But it's like, it's moments like these where, like, they have to sit through, like, almost, like, 15, 20 minutes of, like, foot sweat being caught in a football helmet or, like, remember what color this fart was to get an HOH. It's moments mm -hmm. like this where it's like, why do you watch this show every yeah. day, you know? And this this podcast like this that forces me to watch is I usually fast forward through. Mm -hmm. So why do you think Sari wants but... to leave? Do you think she knew about this? She thinks she knew about the foot sweat know. challenge. I don't know, but uh, yeah, these are grown adults, as Maggie said, making this. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Okay. And, like, I mean, isn't it better? What like these other shows were annoyed with the fact that they're like this is epic. Everybody is epic. The challenge is epic. We're jumping from buildings. Survivor, how far can you push yourself? Big Brother gets sprayed directly in the eyeball with some presumed foot sweat. Like, what is this? What are we mm -hmm. even doing? <laughs> I, I, some of the focus group must have said, Maggie, this is what we like. <laughs> we really like go back and forth because then we had like that, that temple challenge where they had to spell golden at the end. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked mm -hmm. that quite a bit. But then again, we get to this point where it has to be some kind of fluid, goo, yeah. slime, something, which again, Rob, if you ask me, could have been worse. It's just water. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Like it could have been worse. Also, remind me, how are we in the comic verse this week? Um, because they had to stand on the wall and get hit with meatballs. That's why. Yeah, but this what this didn't have anything to do with comics. <laughs> uh, think of onomatopoeias, Rob. Sound effects. Boom, bam for the meatballs, and then uh, squirt for the uh, feet. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
Okay. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say it. y'all put y'all y'all minds are in the gutter. I didn't say anything. Anything. It's on Rob's face. Too. <laughs> said. You said. I don't want to repeat it. Flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could have been worse. Okay. All right. So Jag is going to win the power of veto. It was close. Uh, Cam thought he had it, but ultimately he did not. We saw Cam uh, do uh, one last campaign of like, hey, smartest guy in the house up on the block. Hey, use me. Use me. Uh, I'll be a distraction for you all. Do it. Everybody's like, nah. (laughs) We're good. Yeah, everybody was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Good luck to ya. Yeah, I, I will say like Cam's like extremely like bad dad jokes are just like it's something. It'll be like fish in the barrel or like uh, you know like you're a chicken on the roadside. Like he he just has like these metaphors I don't really understand. Like I this just, one. Listen, my game is a frog's <laughs> fart away from being over. <laughs> my game is a like, frog's <laughs> fart away from being over. Like, I don't get it. I think they're hilarious, personally, because what makes you think yeah. of this stuff? But. I will I will say, this episode in particular, I was like, you know what? Cam has a good sense of humor about this stupid, terrible show. Like, he, I feel like, is in the DR always. Like, he's not giving the Bowie Jane, like, full smile, literally giving you the producer-written things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Cam can poke fun at himself. Even the producers like, don't use Bowie Jane anymore. <laughs> they used her a little bit tonight. We, I had to Barely. listen to her talk about how she got sprayed in the face with sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is that is true. Is this the first time we've heard something about a frog farting on this season? Because I swear I feel like I've heard it happen before this as well. Hmm. This season in a DR. Chad, let us know if there's been multiple frog farts on this season. <laughs> or something else farting? I don't mm-hmm. Yeah. When you have two seasons full of like butter beans and frog farts, you just kind of like get lost. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. Who should be getting the credit though in this week where, you know, coming out of Thursday, it seemed like we were all convinced Corey is in big trouble. Corey in America, there and big Jared is going to make them the target. They got into the fight. They, this is the worst case scenario. Jared won the HOH. Corey is done this week. And then Jared seemed to not ever blink from, no, it's Cam. Well, Kirsten, the great Kirsten McInnes, immediately tweeted after Jared won, like, don't you guys understand? Like, Cameron tried to backdoor his mom. He's not going to forget about that. Mm-hmm. And and she was 1,000% right. Like, I've been thinking back on her tweet all week because she knew, like, right away that that was where his mind was going to be. And also, like, I have been talking to Taryn on the updates that I have been doing with him about okay. how... There are specific players, mostly like Cam and Jared, who so badly don't want to be wrong that they become inflexible. Um, And a lot of it has to do with, you know, everybody can come to their own conclusions about why they are inflexible or why they don't want to be wrong. But like those two specifically do not want to hear that they are in danger or in a bad spot because then they will have to reckon with the fact that they're in danger and in a bad spot. And I think if Jared had taken a second, made a deal with Cam, he actually would be in a much better spot moving forward and just gotten rid of one of Corey or America. But well, that combined with the fact that, you know, 
Jared's this alpha male and Corey can't do anything to unseed his ranking in the comps or anything. I think the biggest mistake he's made is just looking at the amount of comps one and thinking, well, Corey in America couldn't touch me in that comp. I'm not threatened by them. And I think that's one of those things that um, are both showing his knowledge of the actual game and his naivety. Because I, well, I do agree, uh, Maggie, with the whole fact that he's not going to forget what happened before. I think Cameron was always the target in his first reign. So he's there. Let me take the shot at him. I still do maintain that this is a huge oversight to not realize that just... Just because someone hasn't won a comp yet doesn't mean they're not going to win one later, especially when the comps can gear to be a little brainy later on, or you never know. I would say never discount anybody in the Big Brother house on winning a comp, no matter what their record is. They'll win when you least expect it, and it'll hurt Expect more. the unexpected. And yeah. also, just like... That that this just goes to show like what Jared values in the game of Big Brother because he's like oh they can't win a competition they're not dangerous to me. Corey was in the have not room sitting there looked your mother in the eye and listed every single alliance that she is in in the house to her in front of a room full of people with the information that you gave him like how is that not more dangerous than the possibility of being able to win a comp. Like somebody who can do that to you. I don't, it just goes to show you like what he values and what he sees as important in the game. Now, I do think that taking Cam out personally is the better move here. Um, for who? Because for, Jared? for Jared. For Jared. I don't know if he knows the right reason why, um, but I do <laughs> think it is. Because uh, if you look at the events of last week, first and foremost, you know, a lot of people are like, why isn't he working with them? Bring him in. The do one HOH didn't tell anybody who he was nominating and then threw up two of Cerise's supposed allies and then ran to him and said, I'm going to take your mom yeah. out. I mean, he didn't know that, but still. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, if he has a feeling that Cam doesn't want to work with him after putting him on, you know, on the block this week, you know, I think Cam is a huge wild card. I think that that's someone that you got to worry about, especially if you feel like there's heat on your back, who's the most likely to win the next HOH? You know what I'm saying? And that is Cam. Um, yeah. And then I want to say on top of that, if you're not putting Cam up and you're trying to get AmeriCorey out, you got to put someone next to them that is likely to go up. In this situation, Jag, he has the veto. Corey and America are one of them's coming up. Realistically, you don't want to lose Nicole or uh, Felicia because you think they're working with you. And then the only two people left was what? Matt and Bowie Jane. He thinks that he's working with Matt and Cerise probably not going to let Matt go. You can't put Bowie Jane up and expect Bowie Jane to go. I mean, to stay uh, against America or Corey because they have the numbers. So it's like, yeah, it's either Cam or like you just get blindsided at this point. So you're right. Know. You've convinced me, it's Isaiah. A fair point. You gave a great pitch. That's a good way to put mm -hmm. it of like, look at the rest yeah. of the pool remaining who goes up instead. Yeah. 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 Okay. Are we going to get robbed of the double in the double eviction of uh, Julie Chen Moonves telling Cam of, do you know that there's a secret relationship in the house? If she has to remove every other question in her in her sheet of paper, that's the one question she will ask. About. I just don't remember. Guaranteed. Do we get an interview with the for a first evicted house guest in the double eviction? A little, yeah, a little quickie. Yeah, quickie. definitely a little quickie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, that'll be interesting to see Cam's reaction to this. Well, it's Cameron, so he might just be like, "I knew it, I knew it," and, and then yeah. it's like, "Boo, I knew it." Yeah. Okay. I hope he gives us another reference. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs>
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'd love to start to get to everything from uh, the feeds and where we're at now heading into the vote. Is there anything else that was from tonight's episode that anybody wants to highlight? I wanted to talk a little bit about America in the episode. Like sure. she, I think... She is just like so excited to be playing Big Brother. Like yeah. I, 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 you, you can just tell that she is a huge fan because she's like, oh my gosh, I got put up with my show, man. Wait, this is kind of cool. She said being on the block and, is hot. Yeah, and you know, to each their own. I personally think that I would be thinking that winning seven hundred fifty thousand dollars is more hot than being on the block, but. Um, I, I think that like, that's the reason that she's captured like a lot of fans hearts is because she is just, you can tell how much she loves it and how much fun she's having and how much fun she wants to have. Like, mm-hmm. I think I, America is there. Like, of course she wants to win, but I also think like over everything else, she wants to have fun and like live her best life on her favorite show. Mm-hmm. And that that this episode like really illustrated that the only thing that was missing is I wish that they would have shown the clip of them all drinking and Jag being like, whoever wants this wine, like you got to stay on the block and her grabbing it and chugging it. Like that I feel like would be the best America court, America character study that we as the audience could yeah. get. Maybe they'll save that one for the recap of the recap. Yeah, maybe. I'd bet on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that could be a fun one. Yeah, and it's the America being the super fan, especially in terms of the women uh, cast members of the show. Like we've gotten so many times from, you know, Big Brother 14 on of like what the male super fan who gets into the house, what that looks like. And I feel like that it's uh, different to get that from one of the women contestants of like just geeking out about being a participant in this big brother. All right, let's get into uh, some uh, business from the live feeds as uh, we talk about where things stand heading into our double eviction. Let's get into our spoilers. The Office of Civil Defense has issued the following message. This is a spoiler warning. 
a spoiler. Warning means that an actual spoiler against this country has been detected and that protective action should be taken. Yes. Okay, Isaiah, good job on the pyrotechnics. I think my kids took the taboo buzzer. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. All, all I have is a zaddy calendar. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, talk about where things stand at this hour. Puya, I was watching some feeds earlier tonight, and uh, it was uh, all pretty quiet for a Waffle Wednesday. I mean, you when you remove the uh, chief waffle executive in Izzy, you are guaranteed to get a slower week for sure or slower Waffle Wednesday for sure. But it was still a little, little waffles are happening. You know, it's like when you it's like you're not getting like the Grand Slam waffle, but you're getting little little, little mm -hmm. waffle bites. You're getting waffle bites. Mm -hmm. OK, so. All right. But as of this hour that the vote still very much uh, is going to be sending Cam out of the house. That's still happening. I think there's been, like Taryn has mentioned on the on the pods, the, there's been good campaigning from uh, Cameron, but for the most part, everyone's kind of set on what their plans are and where their sites are. But there has been conversation about considering a flippity flip. I just don't think it's going to uh, happily happen. Okay. So earlier tonight, I know that the feeds were down for a little bit. There was some speculation. What is this, like a halfway party? But the house guests were shown something, a little uh, peek into the scary verse, Maggie. And now Conspiracy House is happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that for the double eviction, this is going to be the HOH competition or the veto competition, one of the two, some type of quiz. Um I expect to see a lot of studying tonight on the feeds between uh, different house guests. Um, also, like just with the waffles and stuff, there was a really funny moment earlier today on the feeds where Jared was talking to, I think, like Felicia, Matt, and so, so one other person. And Jared was trying to like feel out if they would maybe flip and was trying to sort of like pitch, maybe we keep Cam. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he left the room and they all started laughing at him. And they were like, oh, good, I'm glad he feels comfortable. You know, like I'm glad he's feeling comfortable going into tomorrow. So I think that like that's the level that we're at in terms of where Jared is headed into uh, Thursday, as well as these house guests headed in for the vote. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we got some people thinking about uh, some things like uh, battle backs potentially. Uh, that's been one idea that's floating around. Uh, does that change uh, the way anybody's looking at things? I think it's going to set some paranoia into the house for this halfway party if it's truly what's happening right now. But I feel like there's definitely some worry because they got a transmission. You know, that pneumatic tube has been working OT this season. They got a transmission. And I guess either it was a word scramble or a fill in the blank of some sort that that I tried to decipher. Um, I assume the last word is rescued, which for me lends yeah. the possibility. Rob, we've seen this happen on the other side of the um, it's not a pond, but the border yeah. with Big Brother Canada, where we've had a double but then it wasn't a double or we've had a double where there was an immediate battle back and one of them comes back in. So potentially this is something that could happen. It's not a hundred percent guarantee. Uh, but yeah, uh, maybe, maybe Rob, maybe what you said, maybe you jinx it. Maybe mm -hmm. Jared does go out and then doesn't really go out. Yeah. And then it's like a half well, and half. Isaiah, they were teasing some sort of like scary verse twist that we've never seen before. Is the nether Gorgon going to be back? 
<laughs> listen, I don't know. Um, listen, I am worried, and here's why. Why? I'm gonna tell you a little tale. We have a season that was really good in its first half. It's called Big Brother 20. It was so electric. It was crazy. It was awesome in the first half. Yeah. And then all the chaotic figures left so early, Rob. And you know, what do you mean? I heard it was very exciting in the second half. No, it was not. It was very (laughs) slow. And you know, this week, this week is, uh, it, it felt like a very long week to me. Right. And it's like, you know, unless, you know, like, let's say Jared leaves and Sari wakes up, has this villain origin and she wants to, like, go crazy and, like, be super strategic and stuff. I am so scared that we're just going to have, like, a, like, a little com- competition between, like, you know, it's nothing wrong with that, but, like, Nicole or, like, Corey or, like, Matt. And they're all relatively, like, really, like, not sloppy players. I don't want to be bored for the rest of the season. I'm really... Don't see these people arguing. I don't see these people being messy. I don't see blind sides happening. I just see it being very straightforward. And I'm just really concerned. I do think that, to speak to your point, Isaiah, I, I do feel like that this is a season that I could feel like that we have like an exterminators type alliance rise up of like, nobody thought it would be us. And, you know, and, yeah. you know, I, I don't mean to give any disservice to Andy who played a really <laughs> strong game, but you know, some of the other exterminators, it was like, Hey, we were the pawns. We were the people nobody thought. And that's, you know, part of the reason why Andy wanted to say, yes, this is a great idea. Go to the end with these people. Uh, but like, I do think that that is a very realistic outcome for this season. You know, I always say for me, my enjoyment of Big Brother comes in three stages. The first month, I'm always hooked, whether it's yep. good or bad. That's I'm watching mm-hmm. every feed. Yes. I'm watching yep. every everything. The second, the middle part really dictates how committed I am to the rest of the season. Because mm-hmm. if the second part's heated up, it's good. I'm like, okay, cool. Nine times out of ten, the end part, because it kind of comes down to the comps, I'll tune out a little bit but I'll still be involved. But that middle part really is the make or break. And dare I say, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. I think we're in for a good, good part. Now, granted it's a hundred days. I found a white beard hair in my beard this <gasps> summer last week. I think I'm aging watching this, Oh no! but I feel like it's going to go good. I'm going to stay cautiously optimistic. Some people are waking up. It's been, Rob, it's been a lot. And I'm not even in the house. I don't, I'm not in the house. I don't have relatives. It's a lot. Um, so I want to say optimistic. I understand okay. everything Isaiah is saying. I get it. And I, it could happen very well. I hope I'm wrong. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, a, a house guest once said, Rob, feed the positive. Keep feeding the positive. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm, tr- I'm going to try and do here. That's true. I don't know. I also think that like the house structure right now versus like, especially if Jared goes, everything's so broken open. The house structure is giving a little bit of like BB can six where there were just like little clusters of people that all had a good relationship with each other. And it was just sort of about like who won power when and like who they wanted to go after and how it was sort of like so fluid throughout the whole middle section. Like I could really see that happening because it's basically just like groups of two now who have like little connections to each other in some way. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I see like a lot of movement happening. And I think I'm really hopeful that you're right, Puya. And also I think embrace the gray. 
I love a little bit of gray. I think that this okay. is good, Puya. I think I'll this is good. There. I'll get mm-hmm. there. All right. Yeah, no need I to be like- self-deprecating about it. <laughs> you know, I you know, shout out to the pairs. I feel like we're about to enter the pair phase of the the season, and mm-hmm. that's pretty intriguing. I did see earlier today um, or tonight. America and Blue are talking. Maybe they yeah. want to do something. Maybe they want to cut their showmances again. When the showmances they were calling themselves out, the sirens. And it was interesting because it was like on the quad cam you had where uh, it was blue in America and they were in the bed like, yeah, we should be partners. We should. And, and then meanwhile, like uh, like Jared and Corey had like the most awkward, like, yeah, I wouldn't put you on the block. Like uh, it was just like <laughs> this very awkward, like the double date where the uh, two women are like getting along great. And they're like, we're going to do the thing. And and I don't care about my showman that much. And we got to, we got to look out for ourselves. And like uh, Jared and Corey were like, yeah, okay. Like, let's like, uh, I'm, I wouldn't put you on the block. Yeah, me neither. We're good. Uh, but yeah, it seemed like the Blue in America were uh, very excited about maybe doing something together. So we'll see. We'll see. I mean, that Again. would be an exciting uh, duo to emerge, Maggie, right? Yeah. I mean, I think that that, I think that would be really fun. I, of course. It's giving Blue, Big Brother 4. Yeah, but Blue also <laughs> betrays like every single ally that she's ever had. So, but I guess, I suppose. So does like, America. Hey, you want and, chaos, and right? We'll take it. I was about to say, so did there June and Allison. Mm-hmm. You know, like that is very Big Brother 4 because June and Allison also were, you know, just like uh, completely screwing over all their allies. <laughs> no one more than Allison who got Nathan to use the veto on her and then immediately voted him out the next week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I'm very into all of it. Like I just want these people to keep their options open. It gets boring when it's locked in and we already know based on who wins HOH, what's going to happen that week. Yeah. That's the worst case scenario, which Mm -hmm. is again, we're in the halfway point. Congratulations on making it to day 50. In order to get to day 100, you got to stay optimistic because if we immediately doom and gloom now, the wheels will come off. We got to stay, you know, get back on that hype train. Let's see what happens. Let people be sloppy. Let them be messy. I absolutely love that we are getting into the jury phase. And I think Isaiah, if I remember correctly, you tweeted this at some point today. We're getting to the jury phase and there are a lot of winner contenders. Some you would never expected at the beginning of the season to sit there and be like, huh, this was the season that blank won, but it could happen. And I can't be happier. I love that. I do not know exactly what's going to happen. And I think that's a good marking for a fun, fun second half. 100 days has always and will always be way, long, way, long way season. too long. Yeah. Way yeah, too it long. Feel, it would feel different if there were like 30 days left. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That sounds so good. <laughs> we say, oh, like one month I, to go. Okay. I feel like I, I was listening to the update today and I was like, there's 11 people. I feel like it's final six. Mm-hmm. Like that's how yeah. it feels to me, The where we're at. I'm like, what do you mean 11 people? I'm yeah. just glad that it's not so like obvious or like who's going to win right now. There's so many like options. There's so many like, especially that Jag and Matt duo because they both want two different things. Like Wait. I just like- that there's stuff going on. Hold on. on. Is is Isaiah saying that we need to do a new draft, Puya? (laughs) Nah. Redraft. Nah, fam. We're keeping it. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let me get into some of your questions. Chat, if you got those questions, fire them up because we're going to uh, get into that. But let me tell you about, I can't believe it, that so here we are. It's Wednesday night, one week from tonight. We'll be looking at the premiere of Survivor 45 and the premiere of The Amazing Race. But then two weeks from tonight, I will be back 
in New York City for our Survivor 45 watch party. It's been a minute since we've been back to my hometown. And so we will be in New York City October 4th, 8 p.m. I think, I believe everybody on this panel will be there. Yes. Okay. So come and join us. We just added some additional seating for this event. Some side view, uh, not the the best seats, but we lowered the prices. So uh, if you want to get there and be there with us on the night of October 4th, you can do so. Go to robisawebsite.com slash NYCTix to be there with us for Episode number two of Survivor, 90-minute show uh, we'll have. And then we'll have a podcast thereafter with uh, a really great panel. Uh, a lot of a lot of survivors are going to be there that night, okay? Um, Rob, I just, before we move on, I just, one, have to compliment you and the whole team who are making these promotional posters. They are the funniest thing ever. The... The level of like, if you know, you know, for the mm-hmm. jet ski is just like, I, I, I couldn't handle it when I got online and saw it. It was so yes. good. Thank like, you I'm so, thank you so work. much, Tricky, uh, who does the graphic design, did a great job uh, with that. I had to uh, pose, uh, do multiple <laughs> photo shoots to get it, but we finally got it. So, uh, thank you so much for that. Okay. Let's get into some questions. Uh, we were talking about earlier tonight about whether or not Sari should leave the game. I said I understood Sasha. She'll be with us uh, in just a little bit when we do our Traders cast preview. Wants to Rob, would you leave for your sons? Look, I just feel like uh, like can they? Do I have faith that they can get it done? I think is going to be the question. You know, if Rob, like, you voted out your son. Huh, I mean, Isaiah, I'm going to give them the money anyway. You know, let me get the dub. And well, they give you the money. No, anyway. they won't give me the money. Then you do. You do not leave for them. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so <laughs> that we got a comment from Stephanie Wurdenberger said, don't let Dominic do it. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, we love your son. That's the thing. When Maggie was setting up the picture for you and said, so Dominic, he's been dreaming of it for 15 years and he wants to go on and they contact you. You say, no, I'm not going. So he can't go either. You lock it down, Rob. Mm-hmm. Tell him to enjoy the feeds. That's the best way to go yeah. about it. Okay. <laughs> Let me ask this question. And this is from Starlet who says, uh, there's no Tuesday veto episode next week. Any guesses? Why do we know about this? Is this just like the first like programming snafu? No. Um. Yeah, there is no veto. There is the Sunday episode. And then there's the Thursday one. Obviously, this was the last Wednesday episode of the season. Because Is it two hours Survivor coming up starts. on Thursday? Uh, not that I'm aware of. So I do not think Are we so. going to get the HOH? Like, we got to get the HOH and the veto in the Sunday night episode? Or are we going hey, to... Maybe there's no veto. Maybe there's no veto, Rob. It is the scary week. What's scarier oh, than not having a veto to fight for? Yeah, only two hours of Big Brother next week. Okay. Is that why no. we had the wow. we, the two hour Wednesday episode was to make up for the episode the week where we're just gonna have a Sunday and a <laughs> okay all right that's interesting up. Yeah, I don't are know. we sure that Thursday is in a two hour episode 
We don't know. Uh, Sam don't would have know. it on his radar. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. okay. It could be a live veto. Yeah, people are saying there could be a live veto ceremony. Like maybe there is no eviction Thursday and it's a it's veto. A scary we'll find out more tomorrow week. night. Guaranteed. Julie will say it at the end of the episode. Yep. So if we'll know the, by tomorrow. If there is no eviction next week, that like maybe they cancel the eviction, like scary verse or whatever. Um, that would make sense for because they need one more week of no one going home in order to make the mm. timing work, don't they? Hmm. I'm tired triple of monolims. <laughs> I'm tired of monolims. Just boot them yeah, out. I think you want triple yeah. eviction? <laughs> Did you know how weeks we're going to have to have of nobody going home to do a triple eviction? <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, that's interesting. Keep an eye on that. Okay. How about... Um, do we know if Blue wins uh, the HOH, who does she nominate on Thursday, Jennifer would like to know? I think she does Sari and like Bowie Jane or something. Bowie Jane. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who does she not talk to? Like, uh, I don't know. She wants Sari gone. She's like trying she to push. To I think she throws up Corey, not Sari. Mm-hmm. What's the point of not putting up Jared if then you're going to put up his mom? Like you, yeah. you if you don't want to have beef that night, yeah. you do not put up Sari no matter what. Ooh, yeah, the chat is agreeing with you, Puya. They're saying Corey and Bowie, she said. True. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, this is a, a fair question. Uh, this is from uh, Barry, who says, why is their target audience 10-year-old boys when they air episodes at 10.30 p.m. on a Sunday? <laughs> Again, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. They could watch it later. They watch it the next day while having chicken nuggets or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like the show has always been this unserious, though. Like, now that yeah. I think about it. it I don't think so. Idea. No, I don't think so. That going back to Big Brother, like, two, three, four, five, like, I, I don't think it was this. Uh, like, they would have, like, silly, like, food competitions. They have the budget, though. They ain't have the budget like they got now. Hmm. I would- Big Brother 11 was the big turning point. The very first competition of the season was them hanging in giant diapers that were giving them wedgies. Mm-hmm. And that was, I do think, the point of no return. And I sometimes feel like I'm fighting for my life trying to tell my friends that I podcast and I'm obsessed with this show called Big Brother. And then this is this is what they think that I'm 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 obsessed with is, is this oh. foot spray sweat thing. I mean, each and the All Stars, the first one, they had to throw a meteor at each other while they were spinning on a on, on platforms. Like they they've been pretty goofy when like right when they got money. Yeah, it's kind of being very goofy. It's, it was, goofy but there's a difference between goofy and lowest common denominator. Yeah, like no, there's was, a difference between goofy and gooey. I feel like the budget <laughs> for slime and goo has gone like way yeah. up. Like that's like, really what it is for me. Throughout the show's history, the competitions were always campy. But they yeah. weren't always mm-hmm. campy in the direction of like gross out. True. I think the weirdest one we would even get is like Otev. Like, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's you know, true. okay. All right. Let's do a couple more questions. And then Puya and I got to talk some traitors. Uh, this is from uh, Parsnip Burger. Can Sari get Nicole and uh, Felicia back on her side? Would Jared leaving help them yeah. reforming a new lines? Yes. Don't bet against Sari. No, Jared's been the ultimate blind spot for her because Jared is basically the leaky faucet that's been tanking Sari's game this week. When Sari's game is intact, when all the faucets are, are intact, 
she has a great way with words and a great way of convincing people to go about how she wants it. Yes, has she been clocked this week? Absolutely. But this is a fickle house. Things change on a dime. And I would not bet against Sari to be able to change people's uh, perspectives or viewpoints. But she needs the time. I don't think it's an immediate refresh. I think also it'll depend who's who wins the HOH, who's going to nominate. Is she on the block? I think there's some factors there that will determine it. But is it a 0% chance? Absolutely not. Yeah. Personally, if Jared gets eliminated and she's still here, I can see her like possibly using Jared. Like, listen, it's my son. He's voted out. I just need some time to like get myself together. Villain. Villain origin story. She starts manipulating everybody and she's back into the structure. Listen, her inroad, I know Felicia and Mikol, definitely I think that there's a path. It's really that Matt one that you want to look at because mm-hmm. Matt's really going to be that spot that she's going to try to attack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Felicia, Felicia, and if they, her and Felicia like bury the hatchet because that's really like what's messing that whole relationship up, like, I think that she should be fine. The more interesting scenario might be to to talk through what happens if it somehow is Suri that goes home on Thursday and what does Jared's game look like without Suri in the house? I think that that is going to be the one to, you know, see how that implodes. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's going to be blue and that's it. Like, I, I don't, I like can't really, even, yeah. I literally can't even imagine it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what to say to that because I'm like, I guess yeah. we'll just have to see. We'll have to see. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then let me bring up because uh, M- Michelle Scott, she did a, a super chat just to say, who hopes that when Jared is put up on the block in the veto challenge, it's caged <laughs> eggs. Those muffin <laughs> hands don't stand the chance. <laughs> Hey, the muffin hands have She's defied like, I gotta, logic. I got a roast of Jared. I got to get this one in. <laughs> $10. It was worth it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thank you for that, Michelle. All right. Anything else before we start to wrap things up tonight? Okay, let me tell you about some of the other podcasts that we've had this week. But it's been a really fun week. Uh, we had a great interview with Rachel Riley on Tuesday. Maggie, did you catch this one yet? I caught half of it. Yeah. I, I was able to no, listen to half. It was really fun. We got to catch up with Rachel. Uh, we got to hear from Rachel to hear her talk a little bit about uh, her conversations with Sari and Jared before they went into the house, how she thinks that they've been doing so far. What Sari is thinking about some other Big Brother personalities appearing on the traders like she did. Uh, the showmance is in the house. We really we covered it all, Taryn and I, with Rachel. Check out our interview with Rachel if you missed it on Tuesday. Uh, still as relevant as when we did it on Tuesday. So check that one out for sure. All right. Uh, then yesterday I had another great podcast with the baby boy. Bryce Isaiah, we went through all 18 castaways, and it's amazing what Bryce is able to do. He just is able to look at the body language and the attire of these survivor players, and he takes so much away from their personality, how they're going to play the game. He makes all his predictions and more. So check out my Issa Look preview of Survivor 45 with Bryce Isaiah that's up in our Survivor podcast feed. Then tomorrow, I'll be back with Jenny Autumn to talk about episode two of Buddy Games. Who watched Buddy Games so far? Nobody? Is it worth it? 
Should Check I out the podcast for Buddy Games, episode number two. <laughs> I will. You I, can jump you know, in. I listen to, you don't have to watch the first I episode. I listen to all of the podcasts for Farmer Wants a Wife. So if I could, you know, if I yeah. like you and Jenny to get through that, I'm going to I think you can jump right games. into episode two. But to be perfectly honest, I thought that the first episode was a little bit slow. I wanted to see okay. more life at the at the camp lodge. And it was a little bit of like, you know, world building in Buddy Games. So I'm hoping Buddy Games episode two is a little <laughs> bit more exciting with Josh Dumel. I like the horn that they play. Uh, yeah, the horn is very, very integral. The idea, okay. the idea of world building. There was a lot of world games. building that went on. Okay, <laughs> Puya, what's going on in, on the 90 Day Fiance world? Well, Rob, we just had the finale of 90 Day Fiance's before the 90 Days. Jason was on with me for both that and the other way this week. However, next week is the beginning of the tell-alls for before the 90 days. Rob, you're going to love this. First time ever, they're going to have a live studio audience oh. in the watching that play out. So it's going to be messy. Gino's going to be there. Jasmine's going to be there. It's going to be chaotic, and I'm very excited to check it out, but that's going to be next week. Okay. All right. Um, might have to just uh, throw that one on just to check out Gino and Jasmine because they'll show the best stuff Always. from them. Yeah. I mean, they'll show the best stuff clips for them, and it's the tell-all, Rob. You love a good messy tell-all. I, I know I do. You. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get that one on this week. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, check out everything we're doing over on the uh, Patreon because that's where... Kirsten McKinnis and I just did the slop. We had a great recap every single week with Shannon Gus. And earlier tonight, I was catching up on about uh, 45 minutes of feeds uh, with AJ Norris tonight. And so we had a lot of fun there. Plus, Taryn and I will be back together for the patron Q&A coming up on Friday. All that much more discounts on our live shows, access to international reality TV and our amazing Rob is a podcast community. That's all waiting for you at Rob slash patron. Be sure to be subscribed to all of our podcasts. All of our links are available at Rob slash subscribe. And don't forget to check out Taryn on Thursday morning when he goes live with your double eviction day, double eviction, baby live feed update. Thursday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Isaiah, what's coming up for you? Um, You know, same old, same old. Big Brother, uh, Love is Blind's coming back, Survivor and yes. all that stuff. Yeah, um, we've got you, on coming up on nothing but Netflix this week. Uh, we mm. are have a preview of uh, the first episode of Love is Blind before Asia and Mary go through all of week one. So that's going to be coming up on nothing but Netflix this week. Shout out to that. I, listen, I love that show. It's amazing. But um, yeah, if you want to follow me on anything, um, it's 8BallBangers on all social media platforms. And if you want to see me podcast about Big Brother or any other TV show that you're watching, um, you can follow me at Silent Podcast on YouTube and all the streaming platforms and all that fun stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And Isaiah is always trying to stir the pot on social media. How? Isaiah, I feel like comes out with. Uh, you I, know, I feel like I'm I'm blatantly um honest. That's what it is. You <laughs> yeah, know, I'm a little too honest. You know, and it's okay. It's all right. Okay, <laughs> Isaiah, great job tonight. Nice to have you back with us, Maggie. What's coming up for you? Yeah, just covering uh, Big Brother. I'm loving the season. Obviously, having such a great time. Um, I'm excited for Survivor to come back and the Amazing Race. I'm really excited about that. 
Um, and I will see everybody in two weeks when you guys are doing your live show uh, in New York. Okay. I will be there. Also, the party the night before for Bryce and Wynn. Yes, Bryce everybody and Everybody get your tickets. All right. Hope to get see you there. That'll be a lot of fun. Bryce and Wynn having a kickoff party on Tuesday night. They've got the links up on Instagram as well if you want to be there for uh, with us on Tuesday night. So uh, very excited for that. See you soon, Maggie. And then Puya. Uh, we've got uh, a date coming up here in a couple of minutes. Rob, you know what I'm about to say. Get the coffee ready. Put the coffee on. Fun time. Yep. You know it. Yes. Yeah. I already talked about 90 Day. You're going to find me on Twitter at Puyism, twitch.tv slash Puya. That's where I am when I'm not podcasting. So check me out over there. And other than that, Traders US is the big news right now. Underreported, yep. Traders Canada is going to be here in but yep. two weeks, October 2nd premiere. Don't go anywhere. Puya and I are going to be live here in a couple of minutes to talk about everything from uh, the Traders US 2 cast announcement. So the rumors are happening. We'll talk it through here in just a couple of minutes. Sasha Joseph is going to join us. Yes? I have a hot take just to lead you in. Hot take. Which is, like, what if there's too many good people and then they're going to kill people the first night or two and it's going to be our faves. It's better, it's it's better that there's more because then there's a lot more likelihood of some of them staying. If there's less, they're all going out early, then mm-hmm. that's bad. Yeah. But what about like our, our most faves? I what know. if they killed night Yeah, I, I kind of, to be honest, like I feel like that just like the stars and scrubs of Trader season one, it was like good that, you know, yes. other than like uh, the first guy who went home, like Reza. it was pretty much, it was just like, okay, just dunking on all the nobodies for the first. I mean, it's like, that's like Australian Survivor and that's why I like it. Hey, you know what they say about an all-star season? You want all-stars? The the sad Mm -hmm. reality is some of your faves are going to get gone way too early. Puya and and I would do recaps during season one and be like, (laughs) somebody went out. We don't even know who she is. She's dead. (laughs) All our favorites are still here. This is going to be like the um, Avengers or Smash Brothers version of reality television. I said that earlier today, but like this is such a crazy like collide of the multiverse. The multiverse, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, blame Frankie Grande. Okay. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. All right. Uh, Anything else that you wanted to plug? No. Okay. Hope you all had fun listening to us today. Okay. All right. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Yes, Maggie. Rob, I forgot to say my handles just at Emma Morgan underscore everywhere. Okay. (laughs) That's it. Get on it. All right. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. All right. Come listen to us talk about the traders uh, live uh, probably about uh, 1035 uh, p.m. Eastern time. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Drew Scott here. And I'm Jonathan Scott reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.